somebody came into church today and you say he has come again he's about to tell us a lie most times I give you stories say they happen that way somebody who was not even there will say oh, it's not true say so, great somebody came to church today and was meant to sit at the back seat and when she saw the seat she looked left right center looked up to God in heaven above and said and moved to that side I said but why this is a true this is a true life story it's not fiction she abandoned her seats. ladies and gentlemen let us gracefully welcome sister happiness back to where she used to sit say you are welcome in Jesus name just don't worry your sins are too many but we are forgiven sit there I guess the, the idea is that she's thinking that people who are on this seat must pay today sit there you still pay later just sit there for a while welcome sister happiness was a copper she never missed the month of sending money to church while she was a copper you see are you praising her no just a mention some of you become coppers or leave this place and forget church permanently It is not pleasing man is God. I always tell them when you leave this place remember mercy. Always remember mercy. Amen. Thank you. Thank you very much. Brother on the piano keyboard pastor delight thank you very much heavenly father thank you because I believe your word shall distill upon them as heavenly dew distill upon their heavenly distill upon their minds As it is in truth solace from the divine consolation encouragement hope peace they shall see as you will have them see hair as you will have them hair and be better thank you Lord in Jesus name we have prayed welcome to church the name of this church is Mercy Christian Center also known as Mercy Assembly Mercy Christian Center Elias A-L-I-A-S or A dot K dot A 
dot aka also known as registered as mercy christian center also known as mercy assembly i told the story in this church of how i came to church and i said mercy christian center mcc Ilori is the corporate affairs commission acknowledged received received a known name but then since it's been mercy assembly before it becomes mercy christian center also known as mercy assembly which means if you want to sue us or want to sue you you sue mercy christian center don't make the mistake so you don't spend money in vain be advised if you want to sue reverend ade adebayo sue him as a person if you sue him as a pastor of mercy assembly you may have serious issues so i just explain this in church to tell them how legally binding names are in nigeria some of us don't know such things some of us are so bereaved of knowledge we don't even know what is what and at the end of the service my brother came to meet me and said ah, why why should the guy sue us what did we do why should he just sue us like that? Doesn't he know this is a church? Anyway, we have barrister Arno to help us fight in court. So I called him. I said, what are you saying? He said, you just said somebody has sued us now. I said, no, I didn't say this. I just explained the name. So, oh, I thought you said we are in court already. Some of you are like this. You come to church. Only God knows why you come. You don't you're just not interested you are not part of the service you are not listening you are not inclined you are not receptive you are not in the best in the best position it's important to hear but it's more important to listen so you can hear you listen in you hear then you receive listening you hear you receive what did he just say what did he just say are notable questions what did what did he just say are common questions do not be a scribe a stenographer or some copy typing personal assistant 
don't scribble everything I say so you impress that you are writing. I won't forget a sister by the name of you are waiting for the name. Anybody who said you are called, you pelete you me. A sister by the name of X, where X could mean any name, except you search my heart. She sat somewhere here, old church, and with everything I would say, she would scribble something. Still looking, concentrating maximally, awake, alert, interested, enlisted. Focused. Her eyes, her ears, her attention, all directed at what I was saying, and then her hands were scribbling on a piece of pink paper. And she would scribble and scribble and scribble and scribble. Very exciting, you encourage the pastor when you scribble and you shout and you say, Hey, Lionel, ah, hey, Bobo, encourage the man of God. People get used to it, they keep. Encouraging you to shout. They're excited about such things. Somebody shout. Somebody ah. Somebody so, so, uh, Somebody shout. So, so, somebody so, so. Sometimes in church these days. <clears throat> The pastor is preaching, people are screaming, and he says, The man that shouts loudest will receive a miracle. So we begin to compete who shouts loudest. I've not found any scriptural basis of such superstition. Never found it. The moment the pastor gets close to you, you stand. So I'm sure she was trying to impress me by just scribbling. There stood up a woman of the company, Luke 11, Luke 11 and verse 27, and said in a loud voice, Blessed is the ones that body and the paps that thou hast talked. Hey, Paul, Paul, too much learning had made me mad. Acts 24 from verse 25, Acts 26 from verse 24. was scribbling on a pink sheet of paper at the end of church well it was great 
I forgot to thank her for encouraging me with her stenographic, calligraphic, epigraphic, lucid descriptions and diagram or whatever she was doing. But then somewhat, she forgot the piece of pink paper. It wasn't normal paper, it was just pink sheet that was a squaggy cut from some normal piece. She forgot it on her seat. When I found this after church, I was excited. I was like, wow. This would be very good for transcription. We could even use her write-up to create a book for church. Because she had really been very intentional about it. And then I quickly picked the paper. I will not tell you I was shot what I saw because I had seen worse things be I've seen. I've seen. People have seen forget. There is nothing I've not seen in ministry. Forget. <laughs> and whatever I see again will just be a shadow of what I've seen. There's nothing new under the sun. Nothing. <clears throat> Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 9 verse 10 chapter 3 verse 15. There's nothing new. But then, I don't know if it will shock you. She drew a diagram trying to draw a human head. She actually drew a human head. Perhaps she was using the atmosphere of the power of God to do some acts for assignments in school as a student. But the imp the, the impetuity, the, 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 the thing became clear when she labeled part of the head and put the title and put my name there. So she was drawing my head while I was preaching the word of God and sweating. I've seen worse things before. Today she's at Abuja. She's still in touch with me. When I went to preach at Pastor Uzo's church, she saw me and greeted me and gave me a, 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 an envelope of X amount of money. She was drawing my head now she's giving me an envelope. Okwe, okwe. <laughs> Please listen attentively. Here, receive the word and make a practice of the same. You are a new man in Christ. The old is gone. The new has come. Something very vital about salvation is the spiritual rebirth. The Bible calls regeneration. Spiritual rebirth. time we talk about salvation we always want to limit it to a very human scope of coverage and it's an aberration it's not so because when a child is born 
family, when a woman is delivered of a child, when a couple, when a man and woman produce a child, we have a lot of sentiment as to who owns the child. We say it's the mother's child, it's the father's child, it's this person's child. Sometimes we will get confused who the father is. We always, we always know the mother without having to bat an eyelid or blink or go to a herbalist or do DNA. We know the mother, except of course sometimes these days where babies are being stolen at the maternity wards. But in those days of sanity in Nigeria, we can say this is the mother of the child. Things have changed now. And they won't be sure who is the mother of who now. When babies are mixed up, mixed matched and... But the paternity sometimes becomes very confusing. Very, very confusing. And some smart man, some wise person says, How can it be me? It, just once. How can the Lord just me again? Is it, is, is it not just once? You say, what is the meaning of that? There are kids in the house. What am I trying to say? At the end of the day, whether the child has been born to a JS2 girl, 12 years old, or some 65 years old woman, the parentage of babies are more important than the babies themselves. Yes. or any neonate or any infant or any kid is ah this 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 ah this this baby is this, this baby is an idol the president of France married his music teacher while he was very young. A false story. There are many false things. Don't worry about that. <laughs> you know what, what we say at the end of the day? At the end of the fact that oh my fine. Oh God. Have mercy upon me too. Lord, Lord, forsake Christ. So baby, give me a child too. Lord, forsake Christ's death on the cross. What Christ cannot do, let this fine baby do. Eroti awana oluwa. Mofele hitoro. Religious taboo of unbelief and superstition. Long and short, the next question most times, it's so simple. You don't have to guess. Because it should be close to your mind. Say, ah, whose child is this? That's the next question. If you don't find anybody that looks like the baby or the baby looks like. Say, whose? 
this your son? Is this your is this your We are trying to find the baby's identity total representation within the scope of a particular parentage and this depends largely on the parentage okay here comes this man well built looking very handsome affluential you say oh is this your daughter is this your daughter he says yes say wow wow oh you have the banker okay you have the cmd the group managing director you have chief medical director you, uh, you mean you are okay. ah, i love your baby 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 no if you find a a gs3 girl that is just 17 years old looking very unkempt but beautiful in looks very natural very nice says now my picking you are like I want to adopt you and adopt your child. I want to take care of both of you and adopt your husband. Run away, evil man. I want to, I mean, so, the parentage determines a lot of things about the child. In spite of the fact that the Bible teaches us to the very elements of parentage, we still don't identify with this. We're so self-centered. When we think of salvation, we're always thinking of ourselves. Me, my. So let's quickly see some verses of the Bible. For instance, John chapter number one. Now, I'm not preaching on parentage today. I'm preaching concerning giving. But this just came to my mind right now. And because I'm set, when things come to my mind, I don't shy from it. I have a general glossary of scripture. So when it comes to my mind, I say, oh yeah, let's drift. Quickly, let's drift. John chapter 1, verse 10. Get a Bible. Don't sit. Don't sink into those seats. They're not for sleeping. Sit upright and listen to the word of God. Don't sink to them and start snoring. You have all the time in the world to snore after church. John 1.10 He was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. He came unto his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him to them he gave power. Power to become the sons of God. Power. Which is translated rights. Or from right. The word power has been translated from exousia to Greek word which means right authority bracket audacity or privilege 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 the rights and this right is not just some mere flippant wish kind of right it's a spiritual procedure or process that has brought you this empowerment this right this endowment this bracket of existence this status There is a new status you have defined spiritually that beats your physical status of a physical earthly parentage and lineage. You are the child of God. When we talk about being 
children of God or being a child of God most times what comes to mind is what we do when someone says I am a child of God you say really but you don't act so you you have not even prayed I've been asking you for a loan of one thousand dollars you've been very stingy and you call yourself a child of God You argued a while ago and you were almost crushing my glass jaw because I thought you said you were a child of God. We always think of attitudes that behold children of God. And this is right because if you're a child of God, you ought to show Christ's attitudes. But basically, when we talk about children of God, we are talking about divine power, enablement, and elements of rebirth. Regeneration to them that believe in only his name, John 13, John 1 13 defines it. What it means to be a child of God, what it means to be a child of God, what it means to be a child of God. It is not about your church, it is not about who we call you now. It's not about no, it's not about your physical status or attainment or class. No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with your looks, your size, your financial power. It has to do with regeneration or spiritual rebirth. The same way you were born into this world by the seed of man. Today, for being born again, you have become born into the kingdom of God by the seed of God. Very powerful. Don't you always say I'm an man. I'm an man. Don't you always say I'm an able man. I know business. I can do business even in marriage. I can trade my wife for money. I can sell my children for money. I'm an evil man. Don't you say I'm from so and so tribe? Am I kidding me? What am I bino? Ije sharewa osoma lo oni doba magbomi. Very persistent, perseverant, persevering, enduring. It's just a man. But it says, henceforth, no, we know man after the flesh. The man we used to know, as you have just described, died in Christ. When you meet Christ, you die in him. You are raised in him by the new life. So verse 13, look at John 1, 13. Which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. John 3, 6, he that is born of spirit is spirit, he that is born of flesh is flesh. James 1, 18, of his own will, begat he us. First Peter 1 and verse 23, being born again, not of 
corruptible sperma but of incorruptible sperma the word of God which liveth and abideth forever for his seed first John 3 9 remaineth in him and he cannot sin the seed of God is on the inside of us being born again has to do with spiritual rebirth you've been born of the seed of omnipotence hallelujah thank you father washed titus 3 titus 3 and verse 4 titus 3 4 as a context from verse 2 but i think i need to run four this means you can check titus 3 verse 2 on but i'll take it from four but after that the kindness and love of god our savior toward mankind appeared toward man appeared not by works of righteousness which we have done but according to his mercy saved us how did he save us he saved us by the washing of regeneration we are regenerated spiritually not a physical washing it can't possibly not be no 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 first peter 3 verses 19 to 22 tells us it's not a physical washing by water spiritual rebirth first peter 3 verse 19 to 22 put it check it first peter 3 19 to 22 check it some other time Okay, by the washing generation, even renewed of the Holy Ghost. The washing of regeneration is the same as the renewing of the Holy Ghost. This is why the word Kai has been added. Kai, even which is washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Someone says, no, sir. They are different things. Don't argue about such things. All you should do is to point the difference. Yeah. If you say there is meat and milk of the word, what is the difference? <laughs> so simple. If you say there is a difference between growing in Christ and his knowledge, <laughs> give me the difference. If you say Washing of regeneration is not the same as union of the Holy Ghost. Tell me the difference. If you can't say it, keep short and agree with me. So, washing of regeneration, even kai, renewing of the Holy Ghost. You've been reborn of the Spirit of God. Listen, what am I saying this to you? this superstition of I have e-lock I contracted e-lock from my father we all have e-lock people in my family die at so and so age my mother had an issue as a woman as a wife my sister the same my sister and then i 
Antichrist statements. You've been reborn. You've been rebirthed. You've been begotten afresh. You've been delivered from the power that made you a man. Now a child of God with the nature of the Father on the inside of you. Adopted children of God. Adopted into the family of God. Why adopted? Adopted because we were not born of God first. We became born of God by his work of reconciliation. We are adopted children of God. So you are free. Don't say things like, ah, ah, if anybody insults me, the person, hey, hey, I won't even talk. Ah, ah, if you just, just see, go with, just see, ah, are you a new man? You're a new man. Don't identify such demonic faculties again. Stop. Oh, I won't even talk. You will just begin to see trouble in your life. Why? To let you know it's just some mere coincidental exclusions and not rules. I'll say it again. If you listen, you see that some things I say are very simple. Coincidences, which are coincidences of exclusions and not rules. That means, this means it happens just once in a while. People who claim that those who cheat always have mishaps will tell you there are people that have cheated them over and over again and are getting better in life. People slap your ori and go free over the years. What could you do? Sometimes you have incidences of experiences. But I'm saying because you are a new creature, don't identify with such superstitions anymore. Hallelujah. Giving concerning giving concerning giving concerning giving. I just mean give me small volume, that's all, that's all. Don't change the mic, just give me small volume so I can concerning giving. I've been preaching Hebrews 13 16. Hebrews 13, 16. But to do good and to communicate forget not. You missed Wednesday, you missed Friday. It simply means that two things can happen. The first thing that can happen this morning is I will make attempt 
Paul have preached Wednesday, Friday, and today one sermon. Then I will state you one. And you will say he's a careless pastor. He's not in care. It's because he's jobless. That's why he thinks we can be here till one. So I won't take that path. I want to know the other path is to like a skilled master put everything together and be sure you have a message. I'm not that skilled. I, I wish I were. The other option is just to preach to this sermon. I take that pass. Hallelujah! Just say to your neighbor, he's a good man. Say to your neighbor, he's a good man. said in this church doing good hair is the same as communicating and like I showed you the word and a while ago I'm looking up scripture I see uh, action and verse 38 how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and I see the same idea here of doing good. Philanthropic gestures. Even to communicate. To communicate. Forget not. Why? It says God is pleased with such sacrifices. Last Wednesday, we started from Romans chapter number 12. And verse 13, distributing, distributing, First Corinthians 16, 15, the house of Stephanus that have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. themselves the child of God is not just meant to give the child of God is meant to distribute to communicate which defines that sharing for you. God's will for you. It's not just that you will have to give once in a while. Grunty grumbling. God's will for you is not just that you will always murmur and complain about how all pastors are thieves. God's will for you is that you will distribute. And we said to distribute, to communicate is the same as Sharing to share is deeper than just giving. To share is deeper than just giving. Why should I give? Why 
should I give? But I, I need the microphone. I, I want some little interaction. I want some little response for a while. Snappy. Hallelujah. There is a biblical reason Hallelujah. why you must give. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But there are several reasons why people give. Let me show you one or two. Can I ask you? If you know reasons that people give, whether in church or to friends or relations, people give for services. People give because they are wealthy. I want to show you some other scriptural reasons, some other reasons advanced by the Bible why people give. At Proverbs 17 and verse 23, the Bible says, A wicked man taketh a gift out of the bosom to pervert the ways of judgment. <laughs> I'm asking you, why do people give? You know, make it personal. Why do you give? I know you always give good reasons, but when it comes to the bad reasons, people give. So I'm asking, why do you give? But look at it. Have you seen in your Bible? A wicked man maketh, picketh a gift out of his bosom. Proverbs 17.23 to pervert the ways of judgment. You may check some other translations. You have some very wonderful things concerning this. People give to pervert the way of judgment. People give Proverbs 18.16 a man's gift maketh room for him. This has been translated to mean when you are skilled or talented or you are gifted, you have open doors. No, 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 no. It speaks of a bribe. A man's bribe maketh room for him. People give bribes for gratification. Let's see one other one in the book of Acts. Let's see one. This one is common in church. This one is common in church. Acts 8. Acts 8. Verse 18. I'm about to ask you just one or two reasons you know. Make it, make it talk. Very fast. Maybe shouldn't take us more than five minutes. So I'll get back to preaching. So I won't let you do the preaching today. I'll do the preaching. I just want to involve you for a few minutes. Acts 8 and verse 18. And when Simon saw that through laying on of the apostles' hands, the Holy Ghost was given, he offered them money. I was in church. People buy God, they buy they buy oil, they buy saying, Give me also this power that on whomsoever I lay hands, 
he may receive the Holy Ghost. Then Peter said, I need the money to finish church. We need the money to buy chairs. We need the money to buy chairs. That's what Peter said. He said we need the money for the gospel. is a life from the pit of hell it's not biblical it's not sensible Christ did not send money Christ sent his people Christ did not send money I say he didn't empower money he empowered his people go into all the world and preach the gospel anybody who says money is the will of the gospel is a liar humans first you say but they need money whom did Christ send did Christ send your money what will Christ say he says take no money take no script take no purse the emphasis is on you and the empowerment you have and not the money you will use this is the reason why people are buying jets to fly to my village to go and preach the gospel misplaced priorities jets to go to my village where there's no landing strip there's no plane field or even a good landscape let alone a place to land a helicopter except some air force helicopter why do people give people give because they learn from their parents to give people give because it's conventional people give because they have to so why do people give I've given so many so you have few to give it was a trick where's the mic why do people give what is that reason some of you are fast thinking I know I know people that are fast thinking in this church I know they <coughs> don't 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 dare them Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, some, uh, some people believe um, there's uh, oh, no. uh, there's a concept of reciprocity that, Beautiful. Comes, that comes with giving. Reciprocity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You rub my back, I rub uh, yours. Yeah, that's that's the mindset of some people like that's the mindset of some people then some folks you give so that they can give you back subsequently or you get feel, a favor from them yeah they feel that uh, there's a force that comes with a gift that is giving that commands a return gift that is better <laughs> yeah there's a force that goes with it when i something something good or greater will come back to you can I use it to toast a damn cell also? Is it the same? Very thing? well. Very well. <laughs> so once I'm rich, all girls will follow. I, 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 is that what you are doing? Have you, no, 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 you did it before. Uh, uh, sister, just quickly tell me. She, she has gone out. No, is no, that, that? That's even a way to... I, I'm okay, I didn't hear you. I said that's not... And I, the idea way to get my wife... Okay, you are use, not your wife. I mean other damsels outside. There's no such thing as other damsels. Ah! 
glory. <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah. <laughs> he said on the grounds of reciprocity. How many of you understand what he just said? That's it. You give, you can get back. For example, I'm having a wedding. You give me something. I'm sure to be at yours to give you something else. I, I mean, I, I invite you. You know what pastors do? And you must not say I told you this one because they will think I'm revealing their secret. When I invite Pastor Fola to Lori to come and preach here, I will tell him, Pastor Fola, I will raise an offering for you. Then you share it in half. So I say, Fola is a man of God. He's a prophet. I tell some lies about his ministry. You must give him something. I cajole you that you give Fola 5,000 naira. You know you can't give more, can you? Maybe you know you are, you are not, you, things are not easy for you. Okay. 5K. Then Fola shares and gives him 2,5. He takes 2,5. When Fola invites you to his church, we have the same deal. So if you now bring me to maybe you take me to Suleiman's church for example and I preach truth and the man says what is this nonsense you are saying? I say it's Christ's word. Say, what is Christ's word? Any prophecy? I say no prophecy. I say what Jesus did. Ah. Then they give me 2k for transport and I bring him here and I will give him 500 naira. Are you getting the idea of reciprocity? Thank you very much sir. We are grateful. Who's got one other reason why people give uh, they're interwoven really they're interwoven but just say say yeah there's this uh, this superstition behind giving. be snappy there's this superstition behind giving to that superstition that um that um if you are a consistent giver uh you possibly give to spirits Okay. In form of men. Okay, that uh, if I'm a consistent giver, yeah. I may just want to stumble on giving to someone me. Yeah. I want to be So that. Oh, it's not superstition. It's biblical. It's biblical. Hebrews 13. Two. Yeah, is it two? Yeah, it's 13. Two. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for some have unwittingly entertained angels unawares. Is that what you are saying? So that's, it's not superstition. That when you give, yeah, but, uh, you may just give an angel one day. So that could just bring about riches to your doors. Yes. There's this man by the name of Sir Victor Waifo. Sir Victor Waifo. Is, is he still alive? He's a musician. He sang the song. If you see mommy water, oh, never, never run away. Never, never run away, Victor, wife, oh. He's at the shore of some local village river. And he sees a beautiful woman that needs to be assisted with, with her water pot. Some story and then something, something. And she blesses him with a guitar and from there he becomes very rich. Maybe not as rich as two-faced. Uh, young doctor, small doctor. But then he was kind to so people give thinking that one day 
will just meet somebody that will help them. Yes. Thank you. Be fast. One of the reasons why people give is to... You said most of the reasons. One of the reasons. One of the reasons, yes. It's to remove devourer, devourer in their... Hey! Uh, to remove devourer. That's true. That's true. Under the guise of tithe, once you give, no devourer. But the question I have for those who say this is this. Are you saying you have never experienced mishap before? You know you are going to be lying if you say you have never experienced it before. That means devourer is devourer. I'm serious. Christians give thieves steal their car. Christians give they have accidents. So in actual sense, people that give in a bit to chase the virus away should revisit their theology and be sure they know what they are doing. Alright. Um people give to create an image. To break to create an image. To create an image. Wow. And out of guilt. Out of guilt. Guilt. Yes, like if you are going on the road and you saw a beggar and you passed by and then out of guilt you go back to give. Say it again. If you walk up, let's say you are walking and you pass a beggar. A beggar. And, yeah, you pass him by. You know, you turn back and give because you kind of felt like I should have given him. Guilt. Guilt. You see this woman as well. People give old people so they can become old. People give beggars orphans so that God can remember them and bless them. I give an orphan. God. People even give to beggars than churches. They will say God honors giving to beggars and churches. <laughs> what are the reasons? Alright? People give for eye service. Ah! They used to call it opta at medical school when the mefe were here. Ophthalmology has to do with the eyes and all that. Okay. Other reason? Um, somewhat similar to what he said. Supporting his eye service ideology. Yes. Um, the bandwagon effect. Bandwagon. Every other person is giving. Yes. A example is Act 5, Ananias and Sapphira. Yes. Because in Acts 4, the closing verses, it says, um, some other person sold their land and brought the full portion of the money. Yes. Acts 4, yes. And they saw others do in Acts 5. And they sold their property and they were uh, to bring it. Bandwagon effect. And, and they, they kept some parts. Yes. Because of bandwagon effect, yes, Ananias and Sapphira followed suit. But sold, they sold their own property and felt that, no, we can't really go that far. And God knows us. They died, actually. Ban wagon effect. Pastors employ the rich to take offerings. Have you noticed? This church is a terrible church. We should be using rich boys like Bodumara to come and take offering. That's what we need. My, my small stomach and miscomported you. I say, give the word of God. That's why you don't give. You say, what kill on your word? What do When I give to Christ, I say, Christ is called angel in me. But if this man comes with his friend, a brother, or bro, bro, with his with white brother, and he says, Jesus 
will make you rich. You will give more. Ah, kote bonjo ti yashi anse bala bala. Anso kwe word word ko wordini. Ane jalo People use strategically rich men in church to create a bandwagon effect. Have you noticed? They cannot make you take offering if you are a civil servant. How much do you have? So some businessmen. Eh, be Erastus Akinbola. Eh, in the days of Erastus Akinbola. Eh, Jesus Christ. The man could say he could say some church. He's in a full gospel conference. The man will say all the men of God on the first row, maybe a row of like fifty. Erastus will say all the men of God here, one million naira each today. Then he brings a check, blank check, and then he put you on it, put you on it. All the men of God on the front row. Ah, I won't give that. I won't give that. Ah, uh, brother, you are enjoying this one. <laughs> I give him the mic. Hallelujah. And last time, to be his manager those days. Yeah. I was going to say something when uh, this young man said, uh, "Out of guilt." You know, some, out of guilt. Yeah, some folks give because of the impression that uh, giving is for atonement of sin. Yes. Do you understand? Yes. So some people feel okay. Even if I have dirty money, if I have gotten well, you know, I can come to the house of God and give. Yes. That, that will atone for my sins. But that's yes. not kidnappers. Exactly. Kidnappers <laughs> give to churches. You know, people that do unthinkable things yeah, oh, yeah, oh. to church and they, they yes. give because they feel once you give yes. uh -huh. then pastors I mean I said pastors people still give a lot though I know yes. of uh, a bank ND that uh, gave an offering of a billionaire yes in, in church not, yes not too long ago yes Habat no, Habat we can't hear you Habat Habat Habat. Yeah, His name is Habat. Habat Wigwe. One billion in church. Yeah. Redeemed uh, Christian. Uh, redeemed. Uh, redeemed to be Christian. Redeemed uh, church. One billion. Yes. Yeah. Someone gave them um, already put one billion with this act thing. Someone else gave one billion dollars. There and then. So we are saying well, we don't know the reasons why they gave that. But we are saying we don't know why they give their own but we are saying that people actually give in exchange of conscience somebody who has just killed a one day open to for ritual comes to church and is feeling guilty then we say we have a serious need and the man says take one billion i would go forgive him let me ask you, if you have a child, don't talk for your own case. Shake Tony, she will be me. Look at she go. All he did, Oko Payo, what a hundred million wa, kill a two coche, Oko Payo, and what a Pago, Wulo, and you go there with Obaya. The Catholic Church is suicida. The mentality of the Catholic Church is go and say. Sunday morning, then confess to the priests. 
partake of mass. Go back home and sin seal. So that's the idea of many people. Once you sin and sin and sin, you give sakah like the Muslims. It's a pillar of Islam. To give is a pillar of Islam. If you pray five times in a day, and you do Ramadan, and you do sakah, Go to Mecca, you have the power. What else? And you, whatever. You are entering heaven. So there are Christians that have this mentality. So what other reasons do we have? Why we give? Who knows? What other reason? Sometimes, waiting. We, sometimes we give to call God to like um, make God love us more. Kind of. Yes. We give to curry God's favor. Yeah. It looks as if the excitement I show when somebody gives translates to God's happiness. And I'm not sure, but I'm a man of God. I'm a serious man of God. But I don't know whether I would dance if somebody comes down and says, take um, let's say 30 million to finish church. I probably become hysterical immediately without argument. Hallelujah. It's possible. And is the, you know you say something like even God is smiling. My brother-in-law told me this story. He's in church, they are buying chairs. White chairs. And his church is at um, Sobi Habatio. Sarakis Habatio at Sobi, close to Sobi Barat. And a Muslim girl the second school guy just walks by the church and bought a brand new chair. Said to the pastor, this is from my heart. And the man said, why? She said she was passing last Sunday. She's a Muslim girl, SS3 girl. She was passing last Sunday and she overheard the pastor announcing we need chairs in this church like it happened in this church. And she bought one. And my brother-in-law said, she, he screamed at her! He wants to be a lawyer. Lawyer, overseas, what abroad, what And he prayed for her. And I was wondering, is this how it works? Is there something money can do? Christ's blood did not do. Yes! That's how we say it. We do like money is everything. But not to God. God doesn't spend money. Will this shock you? He doesn't spend money. Yeah. Alright, before you go on, before you say this. Proverbs 15 8. Proverbs 15 8. Proverbs 21 27. 15 8. 21-27 The sacrifice
sacrifice of the wicked is abomination to the Lord. The sacrifice of the wicked is abomination to the Lord. But the prayer of the upright is his delight. The sacrifice of the wicked is abomination. How much more when he brings it to the wicked heart? At Acts chapter 8, there was a man that brought me. What did Peter say? I don't know how difficult this will be or easy. I don't know how cheap it's going to be for the pastors to do. I think our pastors are finding it a little difficult to manage some of these things, especially in the face of poverty. If we take money from the wicked, the righteous do not have money. a billion in this church, what will you get? Those who are stolen from government, they have it. Let's bring them the money that we just want to get them saved. <laughs> Look at it. Acts 8. Acts 8. Saying, Give me also this power that on whomsoever I lay hands he may receive the Holy Ghost. But Peter said to him, Ah, Koizio, he said thy money perish with thee because thou hast thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money thou hast neither part nor lot in this matter for thy heart is not right in the sight of God Repent therefore of this thy wickedness and pray. If perhaps the thought of thy heart may be forgiven thee. For I perceive that thou art in the gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity. Let me take two more. Alright. Uh, in addition to what he said, um, like the that's one thousand sheep. Like, yes. Like so many. I wanted to is yes, twenty-two thousand oxen. Yes, Solomon gave a gift, and that impressed God. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another thing I wanted to add is that people give for their special, special breakthrough. No, special days. Like okay, special birthday. days. Okay, birthdays. Uh, I had I had some people give the money their weddings. They give the ahead cash to the poor. Yeah. They do. Okay. As in the money they they that. Make who spend their love in them or give to them on their weddings, they dash it to the poor and sort ah, to the barren. Not, not this day, so. Because the money they they normally used to pay debt, so. <laughs> yeah, I've heard the kind of testimony before. Very few. Very few. It's few. She says something, give her the mic. Don't talk, just raise your hand, we'll give you the mic. So, so on special days like birthdays, to so on wedding days, mm. when they give him money or gift, they spray money, he give it to the poor. That was those days. So these days, such monies we use to pay debts. Then you are even scared. You are even scared. I, 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 you are scared that at wedding or any celebration, they give you money. I hear that those monies are coded with some evil thing. So better be careful. They don't even spray money anymore. You 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 move back. They spray the money on the floor, and uh, it's not like giving it to you. 
on your forehead. Hey! Or, or the girl that is getting married is your ex fiancee your ex-girlfriend. So you are putting the money on her chest. Very beautiful. Don't, uh, delight. You don't need before. Okay, you are still a small boy anyway. So I mean, you can imagine just throwing the money on her. Compared to put on the floor. The floor is not a good place to put money. Somebody's head, somebody's body. Or you say turn around and put uh, okay, uh, that one is uh, okay. Okay, thank you. You are all right. Sometimes people give to show off. Yeah, I saw someone said to create an image. And they also give out of pity. To do what? To show off. They give out of pity. Out of pity. Yes. Okay, out of pity, yes. And people also give to help. Okay, people also give to support, to help. Great. She was saying something that he was talking to. We must make them talk because they were talking. They were talking low. Give daddy, give daddy. Daddy say something. My own, my own was a side talk. I was only asking if uh, Erasmus Akimola is still existing. That was just my question. Erasmus is no, existing. Erasmus still gets anywhere where he is. You know, Nigeria is a place that if you can steal well, you will live forever now because they can take small of the money now. They don't take your investment as much. They don't. And you can steal 600 billion like bank, like a former speaker. And pay back ten billion and go. Twelve billion is serious. And um, what's the name of that speaker? Bankole. His name is Bankole. Hey, so much money and eventually. So Erastus is still a billionaire anywhere he is. He's still a billionaire. I know. You cannot see Nigeria and become broke. Possible. Because you can't steal a loan. So your conspirators will continue to help you. Right? So, Give us your say something by the corner. Say, 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 say. All right. What is the biblical reason to give? Now, I'm not asking you this. I've asked what I want to ask you. I want to tell you what the Bible says. We've said a lot of things. So, notice the biblical reason why you should give. Notice. So, it's Hebrews 10 and verse, I mean Hebrews 13, 16, also Romans 12, 13. Number one, the believer must give because he's under mandates. It's like a compulsion. It's a commandment, it's a Bible commandment. It's a commandment. It has nothing to do with your desire or your mood, your class, you are poor, you are rich, you have no work, you are not married, I'm still single, my fiancé has lost his job, and my husband is... There is nothing you must give because you are a child of God. So, the first reason why I must give is because it's a Bible mandate. God is mandating me to give. You must not forget it. If you look at Romans 12, see how it starts with the commandment from verse 9. I could quote it from verse 13, but I think you should see it. And verse 13 
must give. I must. Sir, I don't have. You must give. I'm poor. You must give. I don't have a job. You must still give. You must give. This simply means God, God has possibly empowered you in a way beyond the physical. Because how can God expect a poor believer to give? If God is mandating you to give, it means there's an empowerment in God. Because it's a mandate. Except we are saying God is wicked or callous or unthinking. When God says to, to somebody who doesn't have a job to give, that means they say there's something, there's a proclivity in God about giving. And I, I think it's clear in the Bible. Second Corinthians 9 7. Every man as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give. For God loveth a cheerful giver. And he says, And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that ye always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. That God is commanding you to give means there is a spiritual power of abundance in God. This is what it means. So, I'm not talking about your salary. No, 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 no. That's not the point. No. Oh, you are from a wealthy home. No. Oh, Ronje Je, you You are under commandment. And the one that is commanding you is either going to be some insane person or he say there's a supernatural provision. I think this is right. Coupled with other statements. First, for example, first Timothy 6 and verse 17, charge them who are rich in this world not to be high-minded, nor trust in riches, but in the living God. So, trust in the living God empowers. Yeah, it does. Romans 12, 9. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. 10. Be kindly affection one to another with brotherly love. In honor, preferring one another. 11. Not slothful in business, but fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. 12. Rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation. Continuing in starting prayer. A long prayer, he says, give. If prayer is important, giving is. is important giving is giving is described giving is described at Hebrews chapter 6 as something verse 9 that accompanies salvation giving accompanies salvation is an attitude of the saved an attitude of the saved is the mind to give if you are born again one trait in your life that must show evidently is willingness to give at second corinthians 9 13 it is called a display of a professed subjection unto the gospel of christ when you give, you are showing salvation. Salvation is a trait. Sorry. Giving is a trait of salvation. If you are saved, you will give. 
want us to mix it here. I did not say if you give, you are saved. I said if you are saved, you will give. Don't mix it. First John 4, 7, 4, 8. For God is love. Does not say love is God. God is love. It's not the same as love is God. If you are saved, you will give. Does not mean if you give, you are saved. Why should I give? I should give because I am under commandments to give. It's important. It's not, it's not something we can uh, find a point of compromise. If you are saved, you will give. If I am saved, I must give. Number two reason. Why do I give as a child of God? Why it is true that giving and receiving is scriptural. Giving and receiving is scriptural. Genesis 8.22 Galatians 6, 6, 7 2 Corinthians 9 and verse 6 Giving and receiving is scriptural. It is also true we are not told to give so we can receive. Giving and receiving scriptural, sowing and reaping is a Bible principle. We are not told to give so God can double for us. First reason is a mandate to give, to do good, to communicate. Second reason is a part of the first, but I wish to just split it up. God is pleased with such lifestyle. It gladdens God's heart when you give. It, it gladdens God's heart. sacrifices God is well pleased number one I give because I'm under mandate number two God is glad with it don't forget the route don't let's mix it we did not say any human being is under mandate to give. I didn't say this. I said the believer who is saved. Within the same frame of salvation, God is pleased. I did not say the unbeliever makes God happy by giving. I didn't say this to you. I don't know what happens. I'm talking about being a believer. I'm talking about the scope of being a believer. So don't give, get it mixed up. The man said, when somebody comes and gives money, God is happy. I didn't say this to you. As a believer, you are under mandate. Apart from this, it gladdens God's heart. Hebrews 13, 16. Then Philippians 4 and verse 18. A sacrifice of good fragrance. 
Brother, play gently. Let me close. Play gently. Let me close. Thank you very much. Hebrews 13, 15. By him therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Verse 16. But to do good, and to give or distribute or share, forget not, for with such sacrifice, God is well pleased. Why do I give? Number one is, is a commandment. If as a Christian you are not giving, you are falling short of living by divine commandments. It is wrong. You are sinning. You are violating Bible commandments. If you are stingy, you are crafty, uh, whatever reasons you have, you are violating Bible commandments. Number two, it is well pleasing to God. It guards God's heart. It's good. So, if as a child of God, you want to do something in activity that will please the Lord, give. Yes. I did not say give to buy sins. Give as an act of as an act of repentance. Give to cover crime. I didn't say this. As a child of God who has acceptance by Christ's blood, you can gladden his heart by giving. Good attitude. I give. Play, 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 play. Keyboard, keyboard, come on. A sacrifice to the Lord. Well pleasing. Philippians 4. Are you in church? Verse 18. But I have all on the band and I'm full. Having received of Epaphroditus, the things which were sent from you, an order of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well pleasing to God. Two reasons. Mandates pleasing to the Lord. description it is called sacrifice notice it is called what sacrifice it is called sacrifice Until you understand it has to do with sacrifice. Next week, we are still on this topic. I'll give you a privilege to give reasons why people are giving. Because listen, listen. 
listen, listen. Let's not let's not say people are stingy. Ah, they have reasons why they are not giving. There are reasons why. People have reasons why they are not giving. Don't say they are stingy. You know, da, oh, 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 buru. They have a reason. Some years ago, we were trying to buy a lectern like this. I heard it's not a pulpit because it's not as big as a pulpit. So, a Bible holder or lectern. It was 14,000 naira when money was money. Wooden frame, glass surface. So I said, we're going to buy a lectern. As usual, I said, right now, I'm donating 10,000. In this church, add 4,000. One week, two weeks, three weeks. I said, where are the ushers? Where's my money? the service. I said, I'm feeling guilty. I said, why are you guilty? Don't be guilty. Bring the money now. He said, I'm feeling guilty. Last week, I was at Christ Embassy. Abowo, Ibadan. Some other place at Ibadan. And the pastor said, I want 100,000 naira for Pastor Chris' birthday. And I gave it to him. And I remembered you want church lecture. I'm feeling guilty. I said, Why are you guilty? You had a reason why you did this. He told me his reason. Uh, for another, another day. But I'm saying people always have reasons. Hey, when somebody says I can't give you must ask them why. some place in Lagos because he said speak to so and so man so when I saw the man I was with him somewhere I told the man I said there's this guy in our church he wants a job and he said I should tell you and the man said ah what should I say give him the job he gave him the job the man was sending five thousand to me every month Small money, big money, it's your own wahala. 5,000 is 5,000. Hallelujah! More than 5,000. After about one year, when I get 5,000 monthly, the money stopped. Ha! I didn't want to ask him because he will say, This man of God, you are supposed to be praying and fasting. Why are you asking why the money stopped? I see him, he just greets me and greets me and uh, I did not ask him call it small, big money and one day I asked him, I said after like close to two years, I said stand here, stand, stand here where is the money? he said, I'm sorry I lost my job for over one year Show me. Show me. 
kneel down there. He said, me told them, this time 10,000, you see. <laughs> but then, but then, while I could say, he stopped giving, he had lost his job. why they don't give people have reasons why they don't give such a man I said let me see you and the man said I am owing 26,000 pounds I told one man let me see you and the man said I am owing 13 million naira one man said somebody duped me of 2.6 billion naira in South Africa I said Oh, sorry, money power. Go I mean, people have reasons they are not giving. Listen, remember one thing for giving to be the Bible way, it has to be sacrificed. It will not be based on your convenience or how much you have, it will be based on the need on ground. It has to be sacrifice sacrifice okay let's let's close at second corinthians chapter 9 because at second corinthians chapter 9 we see verse 6 but this i say he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully Proverbs 11 24 there is he that scattereth abroad and increased there is he that withholdeth unduly more than his meat and comes to poverty what exactly is sparing what is bountiful it depends on how much you have sparing or bountiful depends on how much you have What does this mean? Luke 21 1 to 4 Luke 21 1 to 4 Mark 12 41 to 44 Mark 12 41 to 44 Luke 21 1 to 4 Mark 12 41 to 44 Mark 12 41 to 44 The story of the widow The widow's offering Jesus looked up and saw rich men Casting their gifts in the treasury And he saw also a certain poor widow Casting in two mites And he said The truth I say unto you That this poor widow Has cast in more than they all For all these have of their abundance Giving at the fisher Sacrifice God has empowered you With a supernatural means of provision That you can walk in his mandate to give You can give because he grabs him you can actually give out of sacrifice ladies and gentlemen he is no fool he is no fool that gives what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose giving is good he is no fool 
what you cannot lose. Something was meant a large gift as a gift of any size, small or big, into which the spirit of sacrifice has been introduced. Giving to be given has to be with sacrifice. If you are seeking a or crumbs, if you are seeking appropriate time, if you are seeking when you become rich, if you are seeking when it will be, you will never give. I give, I'm under mandate, I give because it pleases the Lord, I give out of sacrifice. Stand to your feet. Stand up and thank Him and give Him glory. Oh, <laughs> 